Welcome to the 4th Down Experience, the podcast devoted to special teams. Your host of the 4th Down Experience, former pro free agent, nine-year professional kicking coach out of the Midwest, Coach Chris Hughesby. Alongside Coach Chris Hughesby is a former two-time Arena Bowl champ, nine-year pro kicking coach, rep in the South, Coach Brian Jackson. What's up, guys? Brian Jackson here and Chris Hughesby from 4th Down Experience Podcast. And we're excited because we have a draft-eligible punt kickoff specialist here on the podcast today. Um, he's from Florida, and he uh, started all 49 games of his career at Syracuse. So we're excited, and welcome to the show. Sterling, how are you? I'm good. Thank you for having me. Sterling, it's an honor to have you on. I feel like this is coming full circle right now from watching you develop through the high school ranks back during the top tier camps with Tom Feely and I, and then to see you potentially have an opportunity in the, in the NFL. So this is pretty sweet to have you on. That's awesome. That's nice. Yeah. So, you know, you're from Florida, Sterling. So how was, uh, how was like, you know, living up in Florida, being raised there and all, and, and also kicking and punting and trying to get out of the, uh, you know, recruitment wise. I know it's tough to get out of Florida. How was that? Oh, it was great. Um, I grew up in Florida my whole life, born and raised. So, um, kind of always used to warm weather, um, except for, you know, the crazy cold winters we have here where it gets down to like 50 degrees. So it was always nice because you could always kind of go get some work done any time of the year where you don't have to worry about snow or anything like that. So that's something that definitely kind of helped me develop overall um, in my kicking career. And I don't know, part of it, I just ended up kind of wanting to experience something new in my in my life. So that's kind of part of the reason why I left uh, Florida and went to Syracuse. So let's talk about the recruiting element on your end. You were very talented in your high school days. What did you do to get your name out there, uh, to get colleges to notice you? Did you do the camp thing? Did you do the, the Twitter grind? And then how did you make your final decision on uh, Syracuse? Yeah, so I think overall what I did was kind of just go to as many camps as I could to kind of get my name out there because different coaches have different connections throughout the country so just trying to get your name out there and creating you know huddle highlights or whatever you can to kind of show off what you have and your ability and just always performing the best you can throughout the season a lot of times the coaches will find you so I mean you don't have to kind of stress too much anymore about that social media makes it so much easier to be found so just trying to get your film and put it up on your Twitter, put in your bio, um, stuff like that to where coaches can find you and search for you. And then as for Syracuse, I mean, they were the first school that offered me and then waited on them a while because I kind of wanted to see what else would develop. But once I took a visit to Syracuse, I just kind of fell in love with the school, the coaches and kind of just the whole atmosphere up there and, kind of always wanting to get away from home for college to get the full experience was just something that I kind of really wanted. So that's kind of why I chose Syracuse right there. Never hated it and always, always had a great time up there and enjoyed every part of it. That it nice. Well, that's, it's certainly a, a great university. Um, I remember when I was playing high school ball in, in 2000, 2001, um, they had the actual like flat AstroTurf in that, in that stadium. Um, and that was like the only reason I was like, man, I really like Syracuse. My parents were like, you're from Alabama. Like, why, you're not going to go to New York. And I'm like, I know, but that the dome and that 
stadium looks sweet. Um, how, how is the environment there at Syracuse in the playing-wise? I loved it. The Dome's really cool. Uh, it's definitely something way different than you'll get anywhere else. I think it's one of the only domes left in the country. So it's always super cool to kind of play in a dome because every other game you play, you're outside. And it's just – every stadium's different too, but there's just something special about the dome. And then especially now that they're doing uh, updates to it now and creating – like a new roof for it and all that. So I think it's going to be uh, even cooler in the next couple of years. So leading into Syracuse, you were offered a scholarship, I believe, right? Full ride scholarship? <clears throat> yes, sir. Did you going into the your, your, your freshman year fall camp, did you know that you had a chance to start right away or did you have to still earn that spot? Uh, I had to earn a spot. So I got there and uh, I registered my freshman year behind Riley Dixon. Uh, current punter for the New York Giants so it was actually a blessing in disguise because I got to sit behind him and learn a lot from him over the full season so that's something that I kind of cherish now is that I had that opportunity to kind of learn from the NFL caliber punter for a full season. Sweet so, so what were some things that you picked up from him? I think the first thing I picked up when I first got there was I mean we go out to practice and I'm just trying to kill the ball to kind of compete with him to a degree like show I can do that too and he just taught me kind of he's like don't don't try to kill the ball just kind of let the ball do the work it's all about contact and just kind of getting a clean spiral and that's what's going to get you the best ball Um, all it is is just contact and just kind of controlling the ball and something I've kind of worked on my whole um, five years of college four playing years of don't try to kill it just hit the ball nice and smooth and kind of just always picking a target instead of just trying to kind of aim the ball instead of just killing it. That's good advice. Um, and obviously it, it worked well for you, you know, because your career turned out to have a, a fantastic career. So um, you went to the combine, is that correct? Yes, sir. <clears throat> nice. Okay, so um, just out of curiosity, because we've asked this question to, to several free agent punters and guys that have been in rookie camps, obviously several NFL punters that are playing or guys that have retired. And we get um, interesting answers to this, but curious when you went to the combine this year, um, did they have any discussion to you about um, operation time or a two-step and a three-step? And if so, did you have to do that or did you do your own thing uh, when you actually had a chance to punt? I don't think they discussed it too much. Like, obviously, they talked about um, the importance of the hand-to-toe time and it being kind of quick so that they kind of know that you can do that. But a lot of of it is when you get to the combine, because you're invited to, like, such a high level, that they kind of – from our film – from your film, they know what you can do. So they kind of – they're just there to kind of see what you – how you perform in that kind of situation. Cause that, that whole week is just, it's a very strange week. It's long days. And I mean, so they're just trying to see how you adapt and overcome to those circumstances. So they don't really try to change too much of your kicking at all there. They just want to see how you perform. You know, without divulging who asked what, did you get any fun or funny questions that were asked of you during some of the interview processes? I really didn't. The only thing I mean, I've been, I was told a couple times, I guess, was just the fact that I'm short um, as a punter. But other than that, I didn't really get any crazy questions or 
anything else? Sterling, so you mentioned, you know, being kind of on the shorter, shorter end, you know, five foot nine, five ten. Are there any guys that you've looked up to or maybe emulated form wise growing up high school and, and college and maybe now? Uh, I think the main person that's kind of, I mean, I always try to pick a couple different people that I feel like everyone does certain things really well. So you try to pick from different people and kind of create your own form from a couple different people. But one person I've always tried to mimic as much as possible was of course, Riley, just seeing him in person and seeing how smooth he is with his form and everything is just something I've always tried to be. Uh, so he's, he's a lot, I'd say different of a punter when, he comes through and punts the ball. Um, he's more of an extension guy and doesn't really get off the ground too much. Like some guys do when they just kind of jump off the ground. He's more of kind of just let the let your leg get all the way up as high as you can, kind of barely come off the ground. And that's something I've always tried to work on because I always feel like that's my best ball. Knowing that, learning from him, you know, looking over your career, accolades, I mean, you did everything. You, you earned awards and honors from your freshman year on to your senior year, invites to everywhere. Was there a point in your career when you kind of had that aha moment, like, hey, maybe I may have a chance for the NFL thing? And it, obviously the NFL draft is coming up, so we don't know what's going to happen. But did you have that – when did you have that aha moment when you thought, like, maybe you have the skill set to, to try to do it? Right, I think kind of the end of my junior year is when I was like, you know, I can kind of probably take this further. Uh, but I was also not trying to think about it too much. Like even this past year for senior year, I literally never let the NFL really cross my mind because I knew it was my last time playing college football. And that's just an experience that I'll never get back. And I just really wanted to cherish it as much as I could. So it's, it's something that definitely crossed my mind. And I thought that I could take it to the next level, but I was also kind of just trying to live in the moment as much as I could and just, enjoy the times because they go by so fast and it's just something that you'll never get back. Hey Sterling, obviously, you know, that, you know, trying to be a punter in the NFL, especially um, pursuing a possible kickoff uh, punter combo type that you have to be excellent in the holding realm. So do you have game experience with that? And are there any um, kind of drills that you've used or that you've done that helped improve your holding? Yeah, so the only time I really held on the game was my redshirt freshman year. I was the holder for a kicker. And then after that, I kind of became the permanent backup kicker. So I always took reps every every week throughout practice. So it's still something that, especially my senior year, senior year I worked on on the sideline, but I never really held in a game. And then I went to the NFL PA game in January, and I held there. So besides those two um, circumstances, I haven't really held too much in the game, but I've kind of always worked on it. And then for drills, it's just kind of, one, it's just repetition, just getting as many as you can kind of in and just kind of working on it consistently. And one thing I always did was kind of line up on the hashes and pick a corner of the hash. So say it's a back corner and just you're trying to get at the same spot every time, just working on that spot because that's really the biggest thing you can do is just work on a spot for holding. So during these times here, obviously we're in the stay at home quarantine periods of times. What do you do as an athlete to train, keep working on your skill set and your craft that's helping you get by, you know, to keep kind of honing your skills. 
right? You just have to, it's all about adapting, overcoming. Um, so everyone's obviously going through the same situation. So there's really no one who's going to have like a leg up on the competition or anything like that. So a lot of it's just kind of doing as much drill work as you can at home, just kind of working as much as you can. And I mean, for me, I got, I bought some medicine balls not too long ago to kind of work on some explosive training at home as much as I can. So it's just trying to figure out ways to continue working and getting better and just trying to, I'm just trying to find a way to kind of never stop improving. Sterling, during the combine, did you uh, get a chance to kick any field goals? I did not. I was going to do field goals at my pro day, um, which ended up getting canceled. And I was going to do a a video pro day, and then now with the whole quarantine thing, it's been it's been difficult to try to get that in at any point. Right. Um, you could always just a recommendation, and maybe you already know about this, um, but you could always do like a just announce that you're going to do a virtual pro day. Mm-hmm. Um, you could always do that. I've seen that with a few people lately. Is they're just saying like, "Screw it, I'm just going to do a virtual pro day," and just say, "This is my virtual pro day." And if you want to tune in, check it out, and have someone film you and and whatever. But um, uh, on the kickoffs at the combine. How many reps did you get? And then what were the what were the requirements? You know, did the coaches say we just want to see how, how deep you can get it or hey, do some high hangers into the corner inside the five? What were the rep counts that you got and what were the requirements? I wanna say that the reps were we did so we kinda of went in order and we did first was you did just five straight bombs away down the middle of the field, um, just trying to hit your best balls. And then the next person to go. So we went down the line of that. And then you'd come back up and you do three directional left and go to the back of the line. And then you end up doing three directional right. And um, so they're just kind of trying to get a whole feel of kind of your kickoffs. And really, they never really set any specifications on like whether they want distance or hang time because different coaches want different things. So, but for me personally, since in college, it kind of we always had the the theory of like hanging the ball as high as possible and kind of goal line was what we wanted, and so I wanted to show that I could kind of kick them deeper than that too. So one thing I just worked on was trying to drive the ball as much as I could through the back of the end zone, so that I could show that I can do both. So at the combine, I'm I'm guessing you were a little nervous rolling into it, right? And then at what point during the whole combine process were you just sort of at ease and calm and in your in the element? I'd say really, I mean, I wasn't too nervous um, throughout the whole week because it was just kind of – it was a cool experience. Um, so I was trying to just keep my head as cool as possible and just trying to not think about it too much, I guess. So I don't think I really got too nervous besides when we got out there to finally um, punt for the first time. That was kind of like, wow, like here we go and – it's just such a weird situation too because you're in this massive stadium and I mean we went earlier than the rest of the group did where they do like the 40 and stuff so we went and like in the morning and I mean you're in there and there's only the coaches up in the stands watching you and that's all there is there's there's like nobody there so it's very very weird certain like uh environment hey Sterling what kind of uh football did you use at Syracuse what'd y'all kick with uh, I think they were Nike Vapors, Vapor Ones, something like that. Were they, were they the more, like, narrow type? No, they were the fatter ones. Okay. 
Nice. So how's the – I mean, I assume you kicked several NFL balls, whether it be in high school or college. Maybe you're just playing around. I mean, that's just an, an assumption. But um, what um, – how have you adapted to NFL balls fully now and, and what are some things that you like about it? I think just adapting it just takes time, just getting reps and just getting used to the different the different feel and the different football. But I've always loved the NFL footballs more for some reason. I just feel like they kind of they they seem like they're easier to spiral for a punter and they're they kind of always about the same type of ball and they're just kind of a little fatter. So I've always loved NFL footballs and I mean I've still still love hitting them today. What kind of condition were they in at the combine where they bright red brand new or were they slightly broken in i think they were they were like fully broken i think they're the colts actual special teams balls so they were they're very nice um footballs that are kind of ready to go and ready for ready for us to punt them so that was that was really nice all right so i mean obviously um i mean i think it's fair to say you'll be happy to 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 get drafted anywhere i think anyone would love that but let's just say like you are one of the two or three punt specialists that, you know, punter specialists that get drafted, you know, obviously, like I said, probably would like to love to go anywhere out of the 32 teams, but are there like one, two, three teams that you like have always loved or enjoyed uh, growing up that you'd love to play for? Not really. I've never really had a huge, um, like never been a big NFL guy, really like always watching. I've always thought college football is kind of, more enjoyable just because of how many games there were. But, like, when it comes to the team, like I said, like you said, I'd, I'd go anywhere. I think part of it would be cool to come back to, like, Florida and kind of come, be back to where I grew up. Um, another part would be cool to stay up kind of in New York where I feel like a lot of those people are Syracuse fans. They kind of stay up in that area and are fans of teams up north and then also, just travel to other parts of the of the country and kind of experience something new would be definitely fun. So I'm ready to go kind of wherever and just figure it out from there. Just curious to hear from your perspective and maybe stuff, you know, conversations with your agent. What has the draft process been like during these quarantine times? I mean, what kind of communicate? I've heard that like, like some prospects are doing Zoom calls and things like that, but what has it been like on your end or what have you heard? Yeah, it's definitely – I mean, I can't say if it's different or not because I've never been through a draft process before. So, But it's definitely weird because I haven't – I never had a pro day, individual workouts. I heard we're huge for specialists. Like, that's how teams kind of come out and see how you'd work in their system. So, you're not able to do those. So, it's definitely a lot different than, I guess, what people from the past have had. But every once in a while, you know, I get a text from certain coaches asking how everything's going. Just make sure that you're still still healthy, safe, you know, just checking in and stuff like that. So it's still a weird circumstance, but still getting uh, some people asking, you know, kind of what's going on and how I've been. Before we get into our capstone question here, I'm curious, do you – have you thought about, like, post – you know, creating kicking film or punting film of yourself and then sending it out during these times too just to keep showing what you got? Yeah, so I sent out some film not too long ago of some – kicking I've had a couple weeks ago and I want to like I said I want to do a like a virtual pro day with like like video of pro day but the county here it's kind of locked down all the fields so it's kind of hard to get onto any field that's lined so 
I'm still trying to kind of figure something out. Hopefully this week they can get and kind of send it out to coaches. But I definitely sent out a little bit of film, and a lot of coaches have uh, appreciated that. And I try my best to kind of send what I can, but it's just it's so hard during this time. So just trying to figure out what I can do to kind of help myself. Yeah, exactly. It's almost like the whole recruiting process again for college, but for the pros now. So Absolutely. Awesome. Well, for our flagship question, uh, we're excited to hear your answers here. But every guy that we interview, uh, we always ask – what your five favorite stadiums to play in were over your the course of your high school your college career? I'd have to say number one would be um, you have to go to the home field, go with the dome, just kind of playing in in front of your home fans and inside of a like closed atmosphere is super cool. And then after that, I'd say is uh, Clemson. That's a different environment, extremely loud. And then number three, I'd say would be LSU which we played there, I want to say, my redshirt sophomore year. And then I think number four would be when we played at MetLife Stadium. Um, just kind of playing in a pro stadiums, really cool to be like, maybe one day I could play in the stadium like consistently. And then I think my fifth favorite stadium was when we played at Yankee Stadium against Notre Dame two years ago. Sweet. Especially LSU, that's close to me. Um, but, man, Sterling, this was a great convo. Um, obviously, we asked you a ton of questions, and uh, really uh, it was nice to get to know you a little more and, and get some, you know, information about, about the combine and, and even just you in particular, man. And we wish you the best of luck here in a couple weeks, you know, when the draft, the virtual draft happens, and we hope, uh, we hope everything goes well for you. Thank you so much. Yep, appreciate it, Sterling, for being on with us. Again, it's an honor to have you on, to see you from the start in high school to where you're at now it's been a pretty fun journey to watch you from afar so congratulations so far and good luck at the next chapter thank you guys so much all right brother see you see you see well that was sterling great conversation i really enjoyed him he's very smart um i really liked uh, some of the tips that that he shared with uh you know, the guy that he learned from and, and even just being open-minded to, to playing wherever, whether it's up in New York or down in Florida or, or wherever, I think he's going to have a good chance. Uh, I remember watching filming this past season and even some stuff from the combine. It was really cool to see his skill set. Uh, he's very talented. I, I didn't know he was 5'9", Chris. I thought he was like 6'2", six, 6'3", six, but regardless, you know, me as a short guy being 5'7", I think he's going to do phenomenal at the next level. Yeah, I agree. You know, he's got the skill set. You know, any time you can break as many records as he did and, and get the accolades and earn the bowl game uh, invites, you know, you're doing something right. You know, so size isn't always the biggest deal when you're a kicker and a punter, as long as you can do the task at hand. You know, I really think he's going to get picked up, you know, whether it's late round draft pick or, you know, sign the next day as an undrafted free agent. But it's going to be fun to see where he goes next, I think. Absolutely agreed. Well, guys, thanks so much for listening to the Fourth Down Experience podcast. Make sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Fourth Down Experience with the number four. And we really appreciate you guys uh, tuning in and giving us feedbacks. And we really would appreciate it if you guys give us a good review on our podcast. We really appreciate that. Um, that would help us out tremendously. Yep. Thanks again for listening. We'll see you soon. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Fourth Down Experience. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at 
fourth down experience. 